Welcome to The Fastest Five Minutes, presented by Kroll & Mooring. We are your co-hosts for this edition, Peter Ayer and Yuan Zhou, bringing you a bi-weekly summary of significant government contracts, legal, and regulatory developments that no government contracts lawyer or executive should be without. And we start first with Yuan, who has a national security item. Yuan, over to you. Thanks, Peter. On June 3rd of 2021, the Biden administration released a national security study memorandum which takes aim at countering corruption as a core national security interest. Now, the memo directs top White House advisors to conduct an interagency review process and develop a presidential strategy that will boost the government's ability to fight against corruption and expand the capacity of federal agencies to promote good governance. Now, it requires the presidential strategy accomplish a number of key goals, including bolstering the capacity of domestic institutions that are focused on combating money laundering, illicit finance and bribery, promoting partnerships with the private sector, media, and other oversight and accountability actors to conduct research and analysis on corruption trends, advocate for preventative measures, investigate and uncover corruption, and inform and support government accountability and reform efforts. And it encourages strengthening the capacity of domestic, including state and local, authorities and institutions to implement transparency, oversight, uh, accountability measures. And the memo encourages strengthening the capacity of domestic, including state and local authorities and institutions to implement transparency, oversight and accountability measures, and to provide citizens with accessible and usable information regarding government programs, policies and spending. Now, White House advisors have to conduct an interagency review process that includes representatives from a number of different federal agencies and offices, including the Departments of Defense, Justice, State, Homeland Security, OMB, the ODNI, the CIA, and the NSA, and they have to submit a report and recommendations to the president for further direction and action by December of this year. So by targeting corruption as a national security imperative, this development just foreshadows increased anti-corruption investigative and enforcement activities under the new administration. Back to you, Peter. Great. Thanks, Yuan. Next up is a new instruction from DOD OIG. It was issued on June 3rd, and it relates to the contractor disclosure program. The instruction establishes policies and procedures for receiving, reporting, and investigating contractor disclosures under the mandatory disclosure program. So that's those relating to violations of federal criminal law, involving fraud, conflict of interest, bribery, or gratuity, and those violations are found in Title 18 of the U.S. Code. And then the second category is potential violations of the Civil False Claims Act in connection with the award performance or closeout of any contract or subcontract. This instruction, which is 5505.15, essentially supersedes the prior version, and it tracks current practice for all intents and purposes. Under the instruction, all contractor disclosures must be reported to the DODOIG, which in turn is charged with managing the disclosure program and developing procedures to receive such disclosures from DOD employees, contractors, and subcontractors. The OIG must also promptly notify DOJ's criminal division and civil division and the affected DOD entity of the disclosure matter as appropriate and refer any disclosures determined to be of a criminal nature to the appropriate DCIS organization for investigation. And then additionally, 
other DOD component heads are required to establish procedures to forward any non-frivolous complaints to the OIG, and then there are some other responsibilities as well. There's been a lot of focus on the mandatory disclosure program recently. This instruction is a good insight into how internally the OIG is handling these disclosures. Now I'm going to turn it back to Yuan for a DOJ matter. Yuan, over to you. Thanks, Peter. Now, also on June 3rd, the DOJ announced that it entered into a $3 million settlement with a prime contractor to resolve allegations that it submitted false and fraudulent small business subcontract reports in connection with the DOE contract in violation of the False Claims Act. Now, in that case, a whistleblower filed an FCA complaint, which alleged that the prime falsely certified awarded subcontracts to two companies located in hub zones when the prime actually knew that neither entity had HUBZone status at the time of the awards. The DOE contract at issue provided monetary incentives for the prime success in subcontracting to HUBZone businesses, as well as penalties for missing subcontracting goals. So the whistleblower alleged that the prime's false certifications were, in part, an attempt to avoid the fee reductions associated with failing to meet its subcontracting goals. So contractors should just be aware that alleged procurement fraud related to small business subcontracting plan, compliance, and reporting is an area where the DOJ is continuing enforcement activities and securing high-dollar settlements. Peter? Great. And with that, we will wrap it up for this edition. This has been the Fastest 5 Minutes brought to you by Kroll & Mooring. See you again in two weeks. If you have any questions about these items, I can be reached at 202-624-2807. And Yuan can be reached at 202-624-2666. Thanks so much for joining. The Fastest 5 Minutes podcast is brought to you by Kroll & Mori LLP. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review. You can find more information at kroll.com slash govconpodcast.